know if I want to hear this. You do want to hear the story. So, as you know, and as the listeners may know, I spent the last week in New York. And one thing about me is I'm a theater kid to my core. So. You saw so many shows. So, the thing is that I went so in many. with the plan to see maybe one or two. It was like a week, and I had like plans on the first and last days that yeah. I like the full days that I was going to be there. And then I purposely left the ones in the middle very open. So open. Because I was like. No plans. Normally, I plan down to the minute, but this yeah. time I'm gonna like chill. I'm gonna like hang out in Brooklyn, which is where I was staying, see my friends in the intern, whatever. And then I got there, and I saw. I thought about going to one on Monday, and I didn't end up being able to make it. What was the first one that I saw? Oh, fucking shucked. I was gonna say which you was. I can't even keep track. <laughs> it was a banger. I was like, yeah, let's see the corn musical. Because I did, you can go to like the TKTS booth and get like very discounted tickets like day mm-hmm. of. So I was like, yeah, corn musical. I know nothing about it. I listened to like a little bit of the soundtrack. Oh, let's go. It hit. I don't know how to explain it. It made my heart so happy. Um, And then it like unlocked my little theater kid brain. And I was like, what if I just <laughs> saw one per night? I did see <laughs> One most nights, I didn't yeah. Monday or Thursday, but I did do a double show day on Wednesday, I believe, where I saw a matinee and an evening show. That takes care of it. That's a that's an attention span. So I did see Good five job. shows in five days. Jesus. I think. Monday? Yeah, because I didn't see – no, I did see one on Saturday. Listen, I don't know. I think I saw five shows in five days because I didn't I on the mean, first day. That's what it was. I, I trust you. Um, I was <laughs> sitting next to my, like, stack oh my of God. playbills. Um, <laughs> the stack is larger than a KU exclusive <laughs> Roman. No. Not the KU. <laughs> 700 pages. Yeah, perhaps. Five shows in five days. But listen, that wasn't even that much for me. I could have seen more. You could um, have. I, there were other shows I wanted to see. Anyway, the, I'm getting sidetracked. I saw Parade, which was insane and very moving. And I don't, like, necessarily recommend the soundtrack because it's not, like, one that I would just go listen to. Mm-hmm. But I would recommend looking up the story because it's based on a true story of this, like, mm-hmm. really horrific anti-Semitism in the south in the early 1900s and it's i would not have guessed that from the title parade no so it starts on a confederate day parade and that's the segue i see i see yeah, where we're getting, we're getting there at. okay so you start with the like confederate day parade or whatever yeah. and like it, it opens with like a young confederate soldier like singing this goodbye song to his little girl well actually let's back up a second <laughs> For context, back up, baby. I was sitting up. because I just have to address this really quickly. I was sitting in the third row in the middle because it was like a last minute thing. I was like really cheap. They were like, "You want good seats?" And I was like, "Sure." And they put me in the third row. So I'm looking up at this. And the thing about me is, if it's an ensemble cast, I will find the hottest one. <laughs> I saw that. I still, I, I still have a crush on the Watson in like my like no, I was probably in like eighth grade whoever played a watson when i was in eighth grade at my high school you were the light of my life you could rock my world whoever you that he was so hot that was also me watching king arthur in camelot i was like why is that man so fine and then i met a theater major at the stage door and she was like why was arthur so hot and i was like (laughs) no but for real why was arthur so hot anyway back to parade 
this show op- there's like a platform in the middle of the stage and there's mm-hmm. all these pews where people are facing the platform and they're all standing there and this again i'm in the third row and i have this habit of fixating on the hottest ensemble member the show opens with a young hot blonde guy stepping up onto the platform guy. with like a young pretty girl uh-huh. and they rip their clothes off and immediately drop to the ground and have simulated sex so you're Ooh. like all right kicking off strong what is going on here and then they like get up and he like puts his shirt back on and he sings a song so this guy is fine i'm like who is this man he goes on to play other various characters but you know it's bad when he's playing a confederate soldier and i was still like okay but i can make it work right i know he's acting i obviously this man is not actually a confederate but like why was i into the confederate soldier anyway i looked him up after the show he is in fact like I think like 25, 26, uh, and went to OU, which was a rival mm. school uh, at my college. Mm. The flags were red, but red was her favorite color. And I was like, <laughs> but I was colorblind. Um, <laughs> OU is, in fact, their color is red. Um, uh, okay. Anyway, so I'm in love with this man mm-hmm. as a side note. That's not relevant to the story, except that it starts on a Confederate Day parade. Our main characters are this Jewish couple, and the the wife is Southern, but the man, mm-hmm. Leo Frank, who's the real guy who was the victim in all of this, is like a, a Jewish man from like New York who had to move to Georgia for his job, and he hates it. And he's like, this is the worst. And she's like, Leo, why are you going to work today? Don't you know it's a holiday? It's Confederate Day. Like, it's the whole parade. And he basically has a line where he's like, I've never understood why we celebrated losing a war. I mean, he's so real for that. And he is so real for that. This was a very long and roundabout segue into, that man was a Confederate! (laughs) Doc! I... No, was she? (laughs) I remember reading um, Beautiful Creatures. I think I read two and a half books out of that trilogy or whatever the fuck it is. Um, And in the first book, they were talking about, like, the War of Northern Aggression, which is the first time I'd ever heard of that. I I was like, what? I mean, they were, were, I have to say, they were staunchly anti (laughs) the Confederacy in that book. He was like, why is it called the War of Northern Aggression? It was a whole thing. I had never heard of that. Because I grew up in Minnesota. Apparently, Minnesota has, like, a Confederate flag that we stole from, like, one of the Confederate, like, states. Like, we won it in battle, and we won't give it back. Like, they want it back, and we're like, no. Okay, I love that. You can't have it. This is our Confederate flag now. Yeah. Like, Governor Walt, he's like, no. Like, he's a very nice man, but no, we will not give you. so British core of them. (laughs) Like, oh, you want this thing back? Too bad. It's ours now. Because I don't, I forget what state it was, but they're like, it's our history. And we're like, no, we beat you. It's our history. Love. So we do have that going for us. Makes sense. Um, sense That's that's all I know. So imagine our surprise. Opening this book. This book. Texas Destiny. And finding out that. I mean, the the stuff that we found out in this book, it was a lot. Like, I get that he was a child. Like, he didn't go yeah. into the war of his own volition and he didn't want to be mm-hmm. there. But there wasn't even, like, a half-assed attempt at, like, an, oh, I didn't even really understand what no. we were fighting for. And if I was a man, I would never have been lit, blah, blah, blah. No. No. 
She, meanwhile, she's like, my dad owned slaves, our plantation, and when that Yankee took over, my mom and I moved into the slave quarters, and he's like, oh, how horrible that you had to endure this. And I'm like, what about the slaves who lived in said slave quarters? And there was nothing about them. Nothing! No mention of the enslaved people of the South anywhere. Where no. where did they go? No. You know they were out there. The majority of cowboys were black. I'm usually pretty good at separating. Like, I read yeah. older historical romances as historical texts. Mm-hmm. I would not rate one from the 90s the same way that I yeah. would one that was written today. But even in the 90s, like... <laughs> You know. We law like we not I mean I live in Texas, but I'm not a Confederate. Caroline obviously. is a ghost. <laughs> she was she was alive back then. The South lost, guys. They mm-hmm. were bad. I don't, I don't know what that, to tell you. That's why like I just don't like you could have not written that and written yeah. the same book. Like you could you could have just not. Yeah, it could I have mean, been not a war we, it, or we also have the the flame and the flower, which oh, I read the back of it, it, and I was like, "Wait, does that say plantation?" Cost? And it sure does say plantation. So I am a scared for that part. There of have our been life. several old ones that like I bought because the step yeah. back was pretty or some thrifted. To be clear, yeah. I did not pay mm-hmm. the author, um, but then read the back and was like, "Uh oh, mm-hmm. I like <laughs> not gonna be reading that. I have to read the summary now because I'm like, I w- I I cannot." No matter how, like, the cover I, does not matter. I'm like, no, 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 no. Well, that's and, why, like, I will trust a Western, a historical Western written yeah. now. within the past, like, five. Yeah. Maybe a little bit before years. Yeah. And there have been some really fun ones, but, like, I, unless Beverly Jenkins wrote it. Honestly. I'm not picking up an old school because, Western. <laughs> because this was not a safe time. Well, that's, and again, I'm normally pretty good at separating out, like, historical romance, especially, like, when we're in Regency or Victorian. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not the place to explore colonialism and racism and all yeah. of that. That's just not what it's doing. So we, are, this is, like, a fictional version of the past where unless it's, like, Adriana Herrera or somebody, mm-hmm. we're just not really talking about that. Yes, in real life, the Dukes yeah. were bad guys, but that's not, that's not the focus, mm-hmm. right? I can separate that out. But Landlords I are not sexy. <laughs> No, no, no. Yeah. However, yeah. comma and or comma but. Uh, but this one I started and was like, I actually can't give this more than three stars because yeah. I literally, even when I would, I mean, I didn't like so many other things about it. Yeah. But even during the parts that I would start to enjoy, my brain would be like, this man was a confederate. And I'd be like, well, fuck. Mm-hmm. I, I can't I mean, read at this. least because I read the other two in the series as well. And at least this guy just fucking hated war. <laughs> and he he just did not like it not True. really to his credit because he didn't like it for the reason that you should not like it he was like 13 though <laughs> yeah they were very small but they were also very large like it it's a thing <laughs> like i'm like i also wouldn't want to walk into no. war now as an adult no especially the civil war no i mean the ride that this series was, it just kept getting worse. Oh, no. It was, like, going through, like, Dante's, like, whatever levels of hell. <laughs> like the Inferno. The Inferno. I was there. I was with Dan Brown and Tom Hanks. <laughs> was it was Inferno. rare. I was it there. Was, it was rare. I was there. <laughs> I actually, it. I actually don't remember it all too well. I, oh, well. I have kind of blocked it out from my memory. I remember some parts of this book, and I remember the bad parts of the third book. 
book two. Um, is book two Houston? I mean, uh, Austin? No. Yeah, it's the other one. This is this is Dallas. Houston, oh right? my god, I live in Texas. <laughs> I, I was like, what other cities are there? <laughs> San Antonio? Like, <laughs> yes, this man is named San Antonio. Uh, well, since that actually means Saint Saint Antonio, Saint He's Anthony, not a saint. he could have been named Anthony. What even happened in that? I don't even. I have no know. idea. I did think it was a funny bit when he mentioned like his brothers are named after where they're born, and yeah. what's her name, the heroine, was like, "What would have happened if you'd been born in Galveston?" <laughs> He's like, "I don't know. Never thought about it." Which, by the way, is the most like male response. Specifically, uh-huh. like straight men, you'll be like, "Well, what about this?" And they're like, "I don't know. Didn't think about it." What do you mean you didn't think about it? Your name, what were they? So it was Houston, Austin. Dallas was the oldest. Dallas, yeah. Yeah, really, there's not much else that would be. Oh, like, no. She found the three names there. that work. What you, Fort Worth? The publisher wants book four. El Paso. Absolutely not. El Paso. No, I. I Corpus Christi. They're just named after the body of Christ. It's fine. Actually, is that what Corpus Christi means? Not me not knowing if that's whatever. We just don't have to Bro, talk about Bro, I it. don't know. I am in <laughs> not Texas. I have no clue. It's I can't fine. even name like any ge- geographical thing. I'm so bad. Well, I, mean, should jam- I do have the advantage oh, of living here. You do. I, well, is it an advantage? I'm <laughs> reading the summary of book two and everything's coming back to me now. It's all coming back to me now. Yeah, what a not great time that was. I mean, there was, like, no part of me that wanted to read Dallas's book, even by the end of this one. Austin was literally the only character I cared about. Oh, he gets fucked up. I, you know what? Not surprising. F-U-C-K-E-D up. It made me, I mean, the worst. The worst time. A dog dies? Like, What? What? Not the dog dying. Oh my god. Like, I mean, I, Beverly Jenkins has, like, the cougar eat the villain? No. No, the cougar eats the fucking dog. Like, in what world do I want to read that? Like, no. No. And it was also just shitty. It was so bad. It was not a good book. Sorry to anyone who likes these books. I, however, had the worst time for the last. Like, I. The only reason I gave this one three stars is because I was like, okay. I also gave Prisoner of My Desires. Three yeah, but Prisoner of My Desire was compelling enough of a read yeah. that even if I didn't like what was happening, yeah. I was invested and I wanted to know what was going to happen. Yeah. There were multiple times. Like, the only reason I finished this one, I read most of it on a plane. Uh-huh. Or the audiobook I listened to most yeah. of it. And then it took me days where I would listen to like a few chapters That's at night because I was traveling and I I I would get back late and like want to go to bed. But I was like, hang on, let me work on this book. Oh, but I didn't care about the ending. Because well, I was like, you're gonna marry this man. Is what it was. The ending was not good. Cause I actually I liked the first half. I thought that he was a very lonely, sad, strange little man. And I enjoyed their whatever the fuck was happening when he like picked her up from that train station it felt very kit mcbride and then she married his brother because he couldn't be like no maybe don't marry my brother i actually want to marry you and i'm like okay this was one million steps too far like everything 
like convalescing into that i was like okay no 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 no, no. that yeah i really can't i don't even like i mean i really dislike when they're engaged to the i can do it for a little while it's it's not a great plot line for me i can do it if it's handled fairly early on like Mm -hmm. i have read some where it's been okay but i have also read a lot where i'm like this is too long i don't like it i need out that's what happened. I read The Prospector's Only Prospect, and it was like a five-star read until you got to the third act breakup. And it was – it like, it ruined the book for me. Like, it brought it down to three stars. I will never reread that book. Like, I have no, like, compunction to ever visit it again because it was the most senseless, pointless, like, I'm engaged – or, like, mail-order bride technically engaged to the other brother falls for the other one and then, like, oh, in some great act of – I don't know, like, kindness. You just, like, oh, yeah, go marry the other one that you have no relationship with, but you were technically, like, with them first because you wrote a letter. Like, no, 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 no. Like, I, yeah, it's not my favorite plot line. And it just, it took, I mean, I mean, I guess Lorraine Heath will go that far, and she did. I mean, she will. But they got married. I even like it's the whole like speak now element of yeah. it all. Like he just said, uh, but like the thing I can't even. I don't even like when it gets that far. With no. the exception of like an island princess or a scandal was <laughs> like the, the only, only book one. where that was like an actually like fun way to do it. That man, right? Any other time, and this is true of like movies, yeah, rom coms, anything. If we get to the wedding, I'm like it's too mm-hmm. late now. Bridgerton you have lost season your two. chance. Yeah, when they're like the the rage that married. I felt at that plot yeah. line, I was and like, were, absolutely not. You've gone way too spots. far. Yeah. Oh yeah, we could have handled this way before now, and it still could have had the drama of like you were engaged to somebody else, yeah. and now you're calling it off. It just didn't have to happen at the wedding, and, and they didn't case, have to go through with it. It's married. <laughs> what was Mar- even the solution? Did did was it a divorce? Yeah, yeah, they got like they annulled it because they hadn't had sex yet. Oh, which, that's like, right. Okay. Yeah, but also. Sure. What a stupid, like, I was so angry. Like, I, again, like, I enjoyed them on the road together. Like, all situations that, like, put the them, like, again. on the road again. They really were. Like, all of the force proximity. There was a sexy snake bite. He had an eye patch. Like, <laughs> there, there were things. I didn't think the, sec- the snake bite was sexy. He, like, sucked her. I thought it was sexy. I was like, you know what? Honestly... Fair enough. I'd get bitten by a snake there is, if it really um, like, meant. <laughs> for anybody who watched uh, or is familiar with a very Potter musical, mm. um, yes, no, was that an mm of yes? You are familiar. I think I've seen it. Okay, well the the, who knows? the production company Team Star Kid that put that on. Mm-hmm. I was a big fan of theirs for many years, and my production company in college started because we really wanted to do another show of theirs called The Trail to Oregon. Mm. which is based on the video Dysentery. game. Dysentery. Yeah, so it was like an interactive musical where at the beginning it was like five, five, six actors? One, two, three, four, five. Yeah, six actors, five family members. One of the family members doubled as like one of the bad guys and one guy who played the villain and also literally every other character in the show. And At the beginning of the show, mm. audience members got to choose the family's names. Mm. and then at intermission they voted which one of the family was gonna die of dysentery so i vote everyone in the series 
dies of dysentery. Wait, but the, the uh, so I played the mom. And the dad's an idiot. I was like the only – I was the straight mm-hmm. man, like the only logical person. And there is a mm-hmm. scene where <laughs> he had to seduce me into this child-sized Scooby-Doo sleeping bag that we had. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, fine. And as soon as I get in, I get bit by a snake. And we had this like stuffed snake that I would like hold to my <laughs> leg and I would scream and be like, it's a snake. Get it off. Get it off. So he rips it off. And I'm like, you have to suck the poison out. And he like <laughs> – so first he has to like kiss his way up my leg. And I'm like, what Thank the hell God. are you doing? And he's like, I, I don't know. Is this working for you? And I'm like, no, get the poison out of my leg. And he being an idiot does suck the poison out. And I'm like, oh, thank you so much. You saved me. And then he swallows. Uh, and mm. then he has like a hallucinatory song and we all think he's dead mm. and and that is all i could think of when he was doing that i was like i support not supposed to swallow it i know he didn't but i think it would have been more fun if he did frankly i actually can't tell you that he didn't so honestly this is my can no he now. was sucking and spitting oh good for him because he knew Mm. Mm. Well, anyway, welcome to Romancer TBR. Oh my god. <laughs> it's been 20 good minutes with your favorite hosts, Hannah. And I'm Caroline. Yeah. I I just no part of me wants to see the heroine marry no. the brother of the hero. Like fully married, like I just I don't, and it was like sixty percent, like it was like there was still book left, like you still had to like deal with that stuff. Yeah, I just I don't, I don't know, I don't get it. No, I didn't I... like Dallas. I didn't like even the little like oh this is what actually happened. I was like okay, and still don't like Dallas. No. Um, I didn't dislike Houston except for the whole Confederacy thing, but I also didn't that was like a mark Houston. <laughs> it was a mark against him. Yeah, but I also didn't really like him. She was kind mm. of annoying by the end of that book, where I was well, like, "Duh." <laughs> I mean, she was annoying towards the beginning too, but I could kind of deal with it. But then she just kind of kept going. And I hesitate to call heroines annoying, by uh-huh. the way, because I think they get called that way too frequently. Yes. But this one, I truly was like, I, I can't. Yeah. I, just, I didn't the, really care about their romance, if I'm being honest. Well, I, I re- like, again, like, I liked the first half, and then it was just so long. Yeah, so I think I liked, like, happening. the first quarter. I liked yeah. the setup, and mm-hmm. then I was like, okay, guys. Yeah. Well, because, again, like, the potential for, like, the mail order bride, like, and, like, whatever to my brother and then, like, the other one, like, falls for, like, it can work, but this was just not an example, unfortunately. I just, I, I mean, like, I just, I'd like yeah. to see Amy Barry do it. I really I know would. that's not the setup for Bo's book, but I would like no. one who like the brother sends away for a mail order bride. Yeah, so like he's actively falls, like looking. Right, and she that falls be for fun. one of the other brothers. I think it could work. There'd be and zero all confederacy. the McBrides, there would be zero confederacy. Zero all the confederacy. McBrides are like fun enough that I don't think yeah. it would be like, oh no, this might ruin their relationship. I would love that for the missing twin. Oh, I Yeah. 
Oh, because we're getting about the missing right? twin. Because we, we've got no attachment. We've got no, like, nothing besides, like, loving him because he's, like, part of Kid or whatever. So, like, I would love him to be like, oh, yes, I want my little love story. And then to have something better than this book happen to him. He doesn't deserve <laughs> better this, than this book. He doesn't deserve this book. He's been, I don't know, separated from his family for years, presumed dead, gone through a lot of shit, I'm assuming. He's got to be alive. We've been through this before. Like, there is no way she keeps no mentioning way. this long-lost twin brother, <laughs> and he's not alive. I just, I hope... Not the Chekhov's twin brother. Chekhov's. <laughs> Can you imagine? The series ends. Oh, yeah, he's actually, like, we found his bones. We found his body. <laughs> he, was, he was in the garden. There's a record of him being buried in this random churchyard somewhere. <laughs> um. Yeah, so I'm holding out hope for him. For a hero, if you will. For I'm holding out for a hero. And I need him to be what Houston was not. None of them. I mean, you're right. Like, Austin, he had the potential. And then, I mean, okay, spoilers. We, we know they're going to happen. So, I don't know. Literally, his book. So, he had that whatever girl that you kind of see in book one. And you see her also in book two, like the like young love situation. Maybe you didn't see it in book one. I don't think I don't think so. Amazing, fabulous. Or at so least you, I don't remember. So it. he had like it was. She was like a shopkeeper's daughter. Oh yeah, I don't think we met. Yeah, her. okay. So it must have been in book two. So he like had a little romance with her. Um, you find out that they had like sex, and then on that night, the villain from book two, who was maybe part of book one don't don't quote me on that the villain was murdered okay so some some man who was a bad person was murdered and austin doesn't have an alibi because it would have meant ruining her reputation because they were fornicating under the stars and so he decides to go to jail for a cool five years rather than say oh yeah i was canoodling with this shopkeeper's daughter so he just goes to jail at the end of book two. And you have to be okay with it. I was not. <laughs> I was not okay with it. So then you you open book three with this man. Now he's a man. He's not a cute little fresh boy. He's a, he's a dirty boy because he's been in jail. And he's got a chip on his shoulder, rightfully so, but also of his own making because he voluntarily went to jail for murder that he didn't commit. And, like, he... <laughs> He's rightfully angry when she has married his best friend. And he's like, well, that was really shitty. So I'm just going to go have a little emo walk. On that emo journey of his, he stumbles upon this traumatic-ass backstory of the heroine whose entire family was murdered in front of her. She was left for dead. She was shot. Her brother was strung up by the rafters murdered in front of her her parents were shot and she's just been living in this house with her dog trying to make the best of a terrible situation he comes in they have sex she's a virgin like they have like right away she's like wow let me go have sex with this man who i actually probably can't even trust but he looks right so let's do it and then she gets pregnant her dog gets eaten by a wild cat. They get married because she's pregnant. And 
like I just I have no clue <laughs> why poor sweet little Austin had to have that because I hated him in that book. He was not a good person. Nothing about his journey was great or good. I just and like she just he just it was I well, like what? <laughs> I just and then like her backstory was so traumatic. Like, book two got sad. Book two got really fucking sad by the end. Like, like my Goodreads thing is like, wow. When I said this was boring, I didn't mean for it to get this fucking sad. And then you go into book three, and it's exponentially worse. So, like, I just don't... I mean, is that... I mean, I just... I, I don't know. I don't know why. Why were... Why? Why is my question. Why? You know? Like, poor Austin, the sweetest little boy. I I have no answers for you. Me neither. Um, Me neither. I I, I call me Ariel because I have no words. (laughs) I I got nothing. I right here in River City. <laughs> Is that a reference to something? Yes. Cool. It's the Music Man. The Music Man. We've got trouble right here in River City. Well, we do have trouble right here on this podcast. I just it just got consistently worse and worse and worse. And like Lorraine Heath, you did this to me question mark <laughs> my lorraine heath of the gorilla twin swap book of the once more my darling with a giant ass dragon tattoo on his back book you did this to me <laughs> like what i mean if there's one thing i've only read the one the gorilla twin swap so i, I but i i feel confident true. based on the summaries of the books of hers that i know if there's one thing lorraine heath will do it's commit it is commit beyond the point where any other author going where no authors dare to go this is uncharted waters like not the hot kind not the hot kind this is the this is the davy jones locker kind like what i uh, like there was just there was so much there i think with the setup of that first novel and then she was just like why don't i create the most toxic environment possible and she did she really did she she did i mean just my like my descent into hell was not great When you said descent, I thought you meant descent like D I S S and like a my you were like just my descent, and I was like, true. I also would like to write a descent. Um, Our you descent know, like as the well. minority yeah. supreme. Yeah, because honestly, the majority. Let's look on Goodreads. Yeah, three point three point nine nine out of five. Seven thousand three hundred and forty six ratings. 548 reviews and what 
Our descent. This is our descent. You've heard this it now. Our descent. You've heard it. I didn't care for the romance. I I feel like she somehow we spent so much time with them on the trail, and yet uh-huh. it was all. I felt like I I knew so little about. Yeah. Like, because the se- the second half could have been them getting to where they were supposed to go and actually getting to know each other, but it wasn't. Yeah, it almost felt like. I mean, you know, in books when they'll do like a a time jump and the author is mm-hmm. like, they've talked so much and gotten to know yeah. each other. And it's like, well, that's the part I wanted to read. Mm-hmm. She somehow gave us that, but also didn't. Like, I don't know. It was bizarre. I Like, we got them talking a little bit, but I guess because Houston talked so little except when she was asking him questions. Like, yeah, I felt like there was more like traveling and like other things going on where I like I was like do you actually know each other like you yeah. told me you do but I, it doesn't really feel like it to me <sighs> well I just I just can't abide a romance hero and heroine or just romance couple in general getting through over half of the book and then marry someone else and letting that happen like what? Like, bro, you don't deserve her. Like, you don't deserve whatever ending you get. That's happy because you let her marry someone else. You didn't jump on his back and rip out his hair. You didn't speak violence. You just you didn't speak at all. Like, I, I just I. Yeah, I tried. I, I really mean, did. Not that. Look, speak now only applies to women because men don't need to be speaking. That is true. However, I will say this was the exception where I was like, "Yeah, my guy, you waited too long." Well, yeah, and then the Austin had the run in with like the thieves who then stole the horse, and he's like, "My the horse died," and then he's like, "Oh, that's sad." And then, like it was just, I was just like, "That's just so much." Like I don't need to deal with that. <laughs> I was like, I've hit a wall. And it's not the hot, chiseled ab kind of wall. It's just a brick wall. (laughs) And I've hit it. And I'm concussed. And not particularly happy. I just... Yeah. Honestly, I'm taking it down to two stars. I thought... I did... Like, I was like, I need... But you're right. I could probably go back and read Prisoner of My Desire and catch things that I didn't catch before. And, like maybe go further into the nuance of their relationship. This one, there's nothing. I even, like, there were the parts where she would read his letters over and over, and I was honestly kind of hoping for a, like, Cyrano situation where Mm. it was like, oh, Houston wrote all the letters the whole time. Yeah, that, mm. I would have loved it. I would have eaten it up. But instead, I'm like, oh, no, they were just, they were just Dallas's letters. (laughs) She just really liked Alice's letters, so I don't really understand what we're doing here. Maybe Amy Barry read this book and was like, yo, fuck that, and then wrote to McBride. <laughs> she was like, I'm going to invent a mail-order bride situation that is so much more fun and romantic. And soft and sweet. Like, I just... <laughs> because I have... I have to assume that's what happened with Cressley Cole and the prisoner of my desires. <laughs> she read that book and was like, fuck that. Let's write something better. 
and sexier. And she did. And Amy Berry did. Without any sex, might I add you. Like, you might. I just, I, I might. I did. I do. Like, at what cost? <laughs> like, I've successfully blocked out like 80% of the series, but the 20% that's still there is persistent. Psychic damage, truly. Psychic Every single time she was like, well, my father on the plantation, I was like, on the plantation? And she, like, used it as, like, an equal, like, trauma to some things. Like, I mean, she did experience some for real yeah. trauma. And I'm not opposed to discussing the trauma that, like, yeah. people in the South endured. However, not- I just... I, there were other they, there people was never a conversation. who had endured much worse trauma and for I, much longer. But like, I I guess we just don't have like, besides Beverly Jenkins, any real experience with this. I just was not expecting them not to be like staunchly anti-slavery. You well, know, I mean, like, that's why I avoid old school Western. Exactly. I mean, we needed and to like, include one for the old school school of it yeah. all, but like. And we're going to get probably another one with the flame and the flower. Sure. Because, it's I mean, it's right on the, the – history the, of the That genre, back summary, but... when I read that, I was like, holy shit. I mean, I've heard it's rough. I am – I mean, I am not – I mean, we it, knew going in. We're reading historic just, texts, I'm right? just so used to reading recent stuff that, like, deals with it and, like, addresses it and, like, opposes it on page. It just opposed the like nuisance <laughs> that it did freedom the nuisance that freedom like posed to them. But also, just like even if you had taken that out, I still didn't yeah. like this book. Well, no, <laughs> so no. I'm, I can't even be like, oh well, you know, minus no. the no. I just straight up didn't like it. No, because and I mean, it made books, it worse because yeah. the whole time I would be like, but also I'm not rooting for you <laughs> <laughs> because this, like I just. Not everyone deserves an HEA. No. Especially if you can't even stop a wedding for it. <laughs> I, it just was such a 3.99. I could read. Like, what book did they read? I don't know, because truly, and I had already known... Because you had told me that it goes way too far in the third act. So I already knew they were going to get married. And somehow still, I was like, I cannot believe that they got married. Like, how do you come out of this? And it just took. I'm like, also, like, Houston, what? where was your Speak Now era when we needed it? But also, Amelia, you know you're in love with this other guy. Like, at a certain point, I don't She's, know. I she guess committed. Whole, like, she committed to the... I mean, she seriously was like, I'm going to marry somebody. Yeah. Like, I'm here. I'm going to marry. But, like, I, I don't know. I, I, it, I, Which she I feel like she lacked balls. Yeah. Because, like, even in um the second, the second um marrying off Morgan McBride, where it, like, veered into a little bit too long and a little bit too random, she didn't marry him when he was being a dick. And she didn't settle. She, like, went to go work right. in the town. And, right. like, made it for herself and was, like, sure. doing her thing. She just, in this one, just married the brother. 
And I'm like, I get that, like, this is your whole, like, this is everything you have left. You're dedicating your dream to somebody at whatever. But, like, I, I was just so annoyed with her for not standing up for her own feet. I mean, I guess to yeah. a certain extent she did. She it was, did. like, asking him to say something. But uh, and, like, you could I, have not I, married him. I respect that grind of being so stubborn that you're going to, like, want to make him suffer. But I also don't respect that grind because it made me suffer i just feel like before the wedding for me to respect amelia i would have needed her to before the wedding go to dallas and be like i'm gonna level with you he didn't touch me Mm -hmm. but i'm in love with your brother like the conversation that she and dallas had before where he's like you can go talk to him and like do what you want to do essentially Mm -hmm. like if he wants to marry you and you want to do that like i'll get the annulment whatever like i would have liked that conversation like even the night before the wedding or something Mm -hmm. where like amelia is like fuck it Mm -hmm. whereas i'm gonna do what i want to do i mean we're using kim mcbride as like i don't know because that was a good western yeah whereas (laughs) like like morgan in book one it was a total joke to him like flirting with maddie like doing all of that was just a joke to set off Kit. He was never going to marry her. It was never... Obviously, she wasn't intended for him, which I guess is, like, that kind of issue that we didn't have in that series, thank God. But, like, it it was just fun. And this wasn't fun. I mean, I don't think it was meant to be fun. It was meant to be angsty, I know. but I didn't... I like but angst, but th- so this was not angst that I felt was justified or enjoyable. No. I would have just loved for her to just, like, be like fiona and shrek get a cave get a large like piece of wood put it in front of the cave door maybe a little bit of a boulder turn into an ogre for a little bit and like be a little bit angry and then that's the book but no she just married his brother I mean, I get it. She was like, I'm here to marry somebody, and if you're not going to stand up for it, then fine, I'll go through with the plan to marry Dallas. But, like, (sighs) I mean, now that we're thinking, like, Shrek is just the better better version of this, really. I mean, oh, you know what? (laughs) If we're we're doing something. She wasn't, why is that literally the same plot line, (laughs) except that Farquaad and Shrek aren't brothers? Because she was so determined. She's like, I'm going to fucking do this because I've been stuck in this tower for my entire life and I'm pissed off. And she, yeah. No, you're so right. Right? Okay. why would you read (laughs) Texas Destiny when you could just watch Shrek? And it comes with a sick soundtrack. So, like, an amazing soundtrack. I mean, I, that entire, they're making, I think they're making another Shrek. More power another to one? them. I know. You never an- saw the another. most recent. I and don't think honestly, I saw either the last two. They slapped in different ways. They didn't <laughs> slap like Shrek 1 or Shrek 2. But I'm always gonna, I'm always gonna pour one out for that green guy, you know? <laughs> Not that green guy. <laughs> green guy and really stop this podcast stop reading this book and 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 watch shrek it really will give you what you need to know like she never she doesn't go through with it he he gets a dragon he like gets through the window he like disrupts the wedding like that's the kind of angst that we want with the whole wedding thing it's true you know like it worked i mean they had like the hallelujah scene like there was Mm -hmm. There's even um the one of the first of the medieval Laura Kinsale for my lady's heart is also mm-hmm. it's not like he's bringing her 
to her husband. She's kind of trying mm-hmm. to get away, but then she ends up kind of going back to the, like, marriage that was mm-hmm. kind of intended. So it's not strictly the same. Mm-hmm. But it is, like, she falls for this knight who's traveling with her, mm-hmm. and then there's a potential husband at the end of it. But, like, there there are ways to do this. It was delicious. W- that are delicious. That are parfait, layered, things, like, of the sort. Everybody likes parfait. Everybody likes parfait. In and the then morning. there's... I'm making, I'm making waffles. This is not waffles. This is like raisin bran. Why? Why do you have to slander raisin bran? Like I this? love raisins, but raisin bran was the only like one that I could think of that is like not universally like. Sure, sure. It's not waffles. So yeah, really, Shrek is a cowboy, and you're better off with that than this it's true i just like why would i read about this cowboy when i could mm-hmm. read about kent randolph Mm-hmm. i mean the the ultimate hottest cowboy if i'm being honest i i don't even know how you even start that dialogue <laughs> being like this book or that book you and don't. Then it's you don't because it's not. It's not a question. There's no question. It's just no. facts. Ice Spice said it. it's facts. It's facts. That is how I say facts. Every single I go facts, <laughs> and I think facts. of Ice Spice every single time. Facts. That is a uh, high comedy. Um, just mm. like Shrek. Just like Shrek. Because the funniest thing you will ever watch is Shrek too. I'm so sorry. I'm not wearing ladies' underwear. Come on. Come on. You're right. I, I know. It was funny for me <laughs> as a child because I was like, ha ha, he's wearing ladies' underwear. And it's funny for me now because it's Nokia funny. was wearing a thong. And then you, you learn so much more. Like, I did not. I The whole, like, Bronco and the yep. O.J. Simpson thing. Yep. I did no not idea. know that as a kid. And then I watched a whole Dateline documentary. Yep. And I watched Shrek 2. Yep. I was like, oh my god. And I had none of those epiphanies during this book. I just had visceral anger. (laughs) Absolutely no correlation, but really. If you need epiphanies, that's what Morgan McBride's book is for. Yeah. Like, I... If you haven't read it, the the heroine's name is Epiphany. Then stop this entire book. (laughs) Go spend nine hours of your life. I'm so genuinely like, why would you read this when you could read uh, Michelle McLean's Westerns, the Gunslinger books, Beverly Jenkins, or the McBride books? I just... There's also one I want to read. Um, I think it's called They Ain't Proper, and it's a another mail-order bride, but it's a non-binary mm. person who ends up... They like were trying to order houseplants, and a housewife <laughs> turns up. I haven't read it. I just I like was saw not expecting it. that. No sentence to enter the. But I was like, first. they ain't proper. Noted. Added to TBR. I think it's on KU. Maybe I'm not that sure. Sounds. It doesn't. It sound like, like a delightful time. Yeah. What did you call? They aren't. They ain't proper. I th- I think is the title. Although proper. I could be wrong. By M B. Um, oh, it's this one. Okay. I've definitely seen the cover. 
published May 18th in 2023. Want to read? Hitting that button. Nope, didn't hit it. Hitting it now. Wow. Oh, yep. Temper tantrums, blow-ups, and meltdowns. Listeners, do not quote us on this. We have not read the book, but... Sure have not, but we have read this one, and we don't (laughs) recommend that. So true. There's only so much to say when you just like the plot so so much much and they're Confederates. I mean, I guess, is that the... Like, what is the lesson that we've learned here? Um... I think the lesson is normally men should not speak, but if she's going to marry your brother, maybe speak now. (laughs) That's it. That's the only lesson I've got. Sometimes you do have to enter your speak now era. Like, that's the lesson. (laughs) I don't know what else to tell you. Like... My cheeky ones before the book got bad were eye patch stays on during sex, which no none of those vibes were had. Sorry to inform you. Getting bit by a snake can be very sexy. I thought so. Caroline did not. I Unfortunate. mean, I, I could see the like tender. Yeah, at least he didn't at least he didn't have to pee on her leg like a jellyfish sting. That's actually a myth. <laughs> well, at least he didn't believe the myth. That's true. Pee on her leg anyway. And then had to lick it up. Oh. Mm. Oh. Oh, I know. Piss kink. Mm. Um. I'm like looking at my notes. So the things I liked, there were a few. I will be fair. I did like that. Um. Nope, I can't even find the things I liked. <laughs> I do like silence. <laughs> okay, he played checkers with his horse. That oh, was, I forgot about that. That, that was, was that, that was, was a great bit. That was very that cute. Was, that was great. I did love that. Um, I love how he was so angry at himself for like being able to see her through the tent when the flame and the candle was like mm-hmm. lit because he could like see her shadow. He was very ashamed, but also very turned on. I liked that. He had only kissed one woman and had sex, I guess, with one woman. Whatever. Connor can make Brad coated. Um, the little girl kissing his wounds. Oh, that was adorable. That was adorable. That was adorable. Yes. Oh, you're she right. Single handedly, <laughs> one one um that scene. Mm. That was um, very cute. I know. She shaved him. Not the little girl. That No. Um, <laughs> the heroine shaved the hero. I did love that. That was good for me. So, see, there were there were things that were, like, building to, like, my heart, like, opening up and, like, spilling out onto my seat. Wow. That was an interesting metaphor. Thank you. Um, I'm a pinata. Whack me with a stick and I'll give you something interesting. <laughs> Um, well, that's, that's, a. <laughs> we're getting kinkier than I anticipated in this whack, episode. Whack. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, um, Houston did not tell, um, whatever her name is, who, I don't even know what her, this woman's name is. Do you know? Amelia? Amelia. Yes, you do know. She does know. Listeners. Um, Houston... <laughs> Just in case you didn't hear the exchange. 
Houston did not tell her to purchase clothes. That was all Dallas. No, nope, other cute. way around. Oh, fuck. Well, I even wrote it wrong in my notes, and that was me just listening to this book. So, really, am I to blame? <laughs> like, I had a one in three chance, and I didn't get it. But honestly... <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> who would really remember? I only remember Austin because he was so fucked over and fucked up and then fucked everything up himself. Oh, wait, no, I did write it right. I'm just bad at reading. Nice. Yeah. Cool. It'd be like that sometimes. It it do be. Sometimes I'll read words and they are not the words that are actually on the page. They are words that I made up. And I'm like, oh, that changes the meaning of the sentence. And I did not clock it. And then I'll reread because I'm like, that was a really weird exchange. And then I'm like, oh, it was just me. I'm really weird. The book is normal. <sighs> so yeah, I I think I basically went through the things that I liked. And then there's just all the hour and so that we didn't like. I didn't like most of it. Yeah. Yeah, the the horse and the checkers was really Yeah, that was <sighs> that, that only... was that was the main thing. The, the horse playing checkers and the little girl kissing mm-hmm. him. If that entire book could have just been that energy, yeah. we'd have a different story. Yeah. And also less confederacy. But alas. Yeah, I would say like a hundred percent less confederacy i'd appreciate it i really would i should say 100 percent less pro-confederacy i wouldn't have minded the presence of it if they were anti yeah or we even could have just not addressed it like we could have just like not said it post or like just not had it be so close to the civil war like i just don't get like i don't there could have been a different source of his trauma there's this like weird fascination whenever these things are written because there are so many that you have to avoid and you have to like look to make sure that they they're not well i mean i think because the old south is like the closest to this idea of like the regency aristocratic Mm. classes that america has and so that's what their go-to is that like aristocrat but this isn't even that because we're not dealing with like southern bells and that like stratified southern society we're dealing with the frontier unfortunate deeply um Hmm. just i mean maybe the lesson all along is go watch shrek instead i'm i'm so serious (sighs) There are, there, and honestly, then go watch Shrek 2, because that piano scene is one of the greatest cinematic masterpieces it's true. of this day and age, I and that quote, cannot be said about this book. Speaking of jokes that, like, were funny to me as a child, but are funnier now as an mm-hmm. adult, I quote the, um, they don't even have dental all the time 
They don't even For some reason, that cracked me up as a kid, and I don't think I fully understood the joke. I just thought it was, like, a funny exchange, but I've been quoting it for years, and no one else in my family thinks it's, like, that funny of a bit, but I think it's hysterical. They don't even have dental. Uh, we're from the uh, union. <laughs> they don't even have dental. My My favorite really obscure thing that no one else finds funny is that i'm a huge fan of the movie all the president's men um and i read also that book by woodward and bernstein but in the movie there's a scene where one of the like the fall guys says something about like his wife and his kid and his dog and his cat like i got a wife and a kid and a dog and a cat like that's why i can't like take down nixon and I say it all the time. Like, Hannah, go get the laundry. I have a wife and a kid and a dog and a cat. Like, I can't go get the laundry. I have a wife and a kid and a dog and a cat. I can't. I have a dog and a cat. <laughs> like, I can't do it. And it stuck with me. And then we watched it recently, and my mom was like, that's where... I'm like, yeah. That's where that's from. I don't have a wife and a kid and a dog and a cat. I have the dream. They're like, oh, Okay. <laughs> So that's my that's my dental. <laughs> you don't even have dental. God, oh, those no. movies are just so amazing. They're so clever. They're so smart. And I will die on that hill. Well. I really will. That That's it. That's how we're rounding it out, guys. Yeah. That really is. Shrek. Shrek. Mm-hmm. The episode was about Shrek all along, guys. If you didn't know. As with every episode. We don't do it, but I, but I bet we could make a Shrek, like, analogy or something in every one. We just, we, we, Six degrees we spare you. Shrek. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Well, season one was six degrees from Nicolas Cage. And season now two it's... is six degrees from Shrek. We're bringing no. you the hot takes, guys. You're always going to be six degrees from either Taylor Swift or Shrek. Oh, you're going to be about one degree from you're gonna Taylor be- Swift. Let's be honest. <laughs> Zero degrees. They don't even have dental. Like. <laughs> well. Wow. I'm that's like, it. That's all I got. Yeah. I just wish that we would have not had to read that book. <laughs> but alas, we did. So. Hopefully, maybe you didn't read along with us and you were like, I'm just going to wait. And then you listen to this and you're like, I'm just going to never. And I'd support you. And if you're like, wow, I think I'm still going to read it. And then you read it and then you hate it. Well, told you so. <laughs> Booyah. Or if you read book one, you're like, but what if I also read books two and book three just to finish up the series? And then you also hate it. Also told you. Because, like, same, but not great. Worse, actually. Just progressively worse. Just bad all around. So, what a great note to leave you on. It's not one of Caroline's actual musical notes. It's just No, it doesn't deserve it. No, it's just a don't read this book note. And if you did read it, go watch Shrek instead to, like, cleanse your soul. And with that... I don't think do we have any announcements? Um, um, next check our most recent 
newsletter yes. for queer historical romance novella recommendations and a giveaway. Mm-hmm. Um, did you say when that's ending in the newsletter? I have no clue. I believe I did. It ends June twentieth, a week. June twentieth. Cool. I think I said in the newsletter. Um, I definitely trust you. So this episode that we're recording goes live on the sixteenth. So you've got a few days. Yeah. To enter. And It'll be linked in the show notes. Stay tuned for more queer historical romance. Mm-hmm. The Secret Lives of Country Gentlemen. Yes. And our TBR Tuesday. Yes. Will. That's going to be unhinged. We're going to do our best, but it's going to be long. Mm-hmm. So stay tuned for more queer recommendations. Mm-hmm. And I think the next one of this old school school is Dreaming of You by Lisa Claypin. Oh, hell yeah. I haven't read Please, a Lisa, in a hot minute. Lisa, don't let us down. Lorraine, let us down. Lisa, please don't. I'm no, no, no. The next you. one is The Proposition by Judith oh, Ivory. Jesus. Then Dreaming of You. Oh. What do you mean, mm. oh? I've heard good things about Judith I Ivory. I know, but I just want Lisa Claypin. That's not until mid-July. Why did I get that in my head? Well, it is the next one. But we still have the... I am so confused. Which is nothing new. But... Wow. Okay. Yeah, I'm wrong. I know. It's okay. Dreaming of You is coming soon. Proposition. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, wild times are afoot. Wild times have been afoot. Trek has two feet. This book has zero likes to stand on. What kind of weird ass poem? (laughs) Spoken word bullshit. (laughs) I don't know. Artists can't recreate their art, so can't. (laughs) I'm so sorry for that. For that, thank you. I appreciate your condolences. Mm -hmm. I have nothing else. Um. Enter your speak now era. Go watch Shrek. Two main things to come away from this episode. Or come away with from this episode? I don't know. <sighs> okay. Ciao, Bella. Where the hell are you no. been, Loka? <laughs> Twilight jar. Give me the Twilight tax. Twilight tax. I will. There's also been many Shrek texts. <laughs> this point we are in shrek debt we are in shrek debt shrek jail i'm not wearing ladies underwear it's a thong